Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Joe Heffernan uh, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Joe. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're, you're welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, I suppose, like... Uh, a huge, huge uh, cohort of people uh, far and near. Um, we were all, I suppose, shocked and upset to hear of the death of uh, Paddy Palmer. 
and um, I, I just like to offer my sincere condolences to uh, his wife Colette and the daughters Claire and Emily um, uh, after this very very tragic uh, event and consequent death. Thanks for that. Yeah, it's still it's still so unbelievable to even. You know, I, I know myself and John Paul even this morning when we were talking about something that Paddy had done. We're still talking about him in the present tense. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just it's so difficult. It is so so difficult. And yeah. and 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 then every now and again, I think of of Colette and Claire and Emily and and his little grandson Lucas, who he was so proud of. And I right. think of oh my God, you know, we're his work colleagues, and and we're devastated. But my God, what they have to face into the future. You know, their life yeah. without such a wonderful man. Such and there's so many stories coming in about him and you know kind deeds that he had he had done it's it's incredible it's just it's it's incredible anyway uh, we're today mm. going to be disu- discussing dyslexia and I, I was yeah. reading the notes that, that that you sent in and this always kind of gets me a little bit annoyed and very frustrated when I hear of you had a phone call from a mother whose son ended up in secondary school before he got a diagnosis of dyslexia. Well, and, and it isn't even a diagnosis yet. It's a suspicion. OK, but that, um, that and I've heard of that. I had a really good friend of mine who had been shouting from the rooftops that there was something going on with her boy uh, when it came to reading and writing and she had suspected dyslexia and she mm. was basically being told she was imagining things and oh she was being God. an overprotective mother. And it was yeah. only when the young lad got into first year that it, an English teacher straight away contacted her and said, I have suspicions about your boy and she said I've had them for years and yeah. you know they you can miss out on so much by not being detected early. Absolutely because um, uh, you know when there is a definitive um, uh, we'll call it diagnosis of um, dyslexia well then uh, help is available like longer time in exams or when I was doing student counselling in UCC I met some highly and I mean now very highly intelligent people um, who uh, it had been discovered were dyslexic and um, they were brilliant people. Now, they might get mixed up in their spellings, but they would get, uh, you know, these concessions like the, the, the most popular one was a scribe, yeah. where a person would simply speak their answer to some very complex questions at third level and the scribe would write it down as uh, he or she heard it. And that was wonderful. Another way was um, uh, computer um, uh, assistance, and another way was a bit of extra time to complete um, uh, an exam. Um, so, But you uh, need I to mean, have a diagnosis a, in order for that type of support now, to kick in. you see, that's it. You were talking earlier about patholes, and my... Um, the thing I always say uh, to parents and otherwise would be that um, you're looking at a pothole, I'm looking at a pothole. We all know it's a pothole, but until an engineer says that's a pothole, it ain't a pothole. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know. Uh, I know. It has to be like, <laughs> it has to be official. Um, so an educational psychologist, um, I do screening tests here, um, for dyslexia, and um, uh, especially with um, the, the, the likes of the young man now who uh, has just started secondary, and um, you're to be honest about it, the screening test that I do would indicate 
usually pretty clearly that there is a problem. But then the person has to get the official assessment by an educational psychologist um, before the department will give uh, the, uh, the, the, the concessions, we'll call them, um, to help the person um, with uh, the system, which, let's face it, is, I mean, really, really based on reading and writing. And I don't know what, what it's like at the moment, but certainly a few years ago, waiting to get to see an education psychologist, there was a massive waiting list. Well, a few people now, quite a few that I would have done screening tests with would have gone privately to the educational psychologist. I usually had um, um, a number and um, and they would get it done, which was um, very, very expensive. Yeah. The same as all the assessments. And not everyone, not everyone can afford that. Somebody said Absolutely. My, someone said my son was only diagnosed when he was in junior cert, which is third yeah. year in yeah. secondary school. That's just, yeah. you know, that years ago, years ago when we didn't know about it, you could, it's just shocking to think that, that that is happening today. So indicators of dyslexia, particularly in the younger age group, what, what well, should people look out for? Well, in the very younger age, before we'll say in the in the latest primary school um, uh, uh, area, um, a person who really dislikes reading because they're finding it very disheartening um, because they're not getting the the full story from the reading. It's like a whole number of disjointed words. In other words, like comprehension would be a, a problem. And very often when a person would be a preliminary screening test for dyslexia, uh, one would find that the reading age would be uh, very much below uh, the chronological age. In other words, like a person uh, at, um, what we pick a number, at um, 11 years of age might be reading at 8. Uh, mm. So that would be a very clear indication. Um, mixing up um, letters like um, reversals, uh, especially the likes of B and D, where there's a leg sticking out of um, a, a, a circle, as it were. Um, they get it, the uh, wrong, they get it uh, the wrong way around. Now, that's yeah. very common in younger children when they're learning to read and write. But yeah. what we're talking about is as they as they get on in years and they're, they're moving into third and fourth and fifth class and they're still doing it. That is a, that is one of those indicators. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, no child like will have all the indicators we mentioned there. But then more in keeping with the phone call that I got then would be like the over 12. Um, still reading reluctantly and slowly, guesses words from the first letters, like uh, might, the person might say minor. Uh, in other words, like the MI at the start, um, they'd go from there uh, and say maybe um, a different word starting with the same couple of letters. The writing would be poor. Um, uh, it can be difficult to read the person's writing. And, of course, the spelling would be extremely poor. Uh, and once again, like, the oral skills would be way ahead of the written skills. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, the comprehension would be poor from the point of view that 
when the person is reading, it's just a series of unconnected words and each word presenting um, a bit of a problem. So that at the end of reading um, whatever, a paragraph, uh, um, uh, the person would not be able to summarise it, would not have comprehended yeah, whereas, what the message was. Whereas if that was read to them, they would be able to comprehend and retain the information. Oh, not a problem but at it's all. When they, and, not, and the one yeah. thing that we have to point out, and I'm always a pains to point this out, dyslexia is nothing to do with somebody's intelligence level. Absolutely. I remember doing a talk in Bantier Community uh, Hall um, and uh, it was on self-esteem and I never let that talk go without mentioning dyslexia. And I did. And I explained and I read out, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say a few names in a minute, of famous and successful people who uh, are dyslexic. And um, so I, I went, uh, I, I spoke about dyslexia and I explained that um, if I hear a person is dyslexic, to tell you the truth, my first assumption is that they're highly intelligent. But um, this little fella came up to me at the end of the talk and he said, Oh, that's great altogether now, he said. I'm dyslexic, and I, th- I, th- I thought I was stupid. Oh, she God help him. She God help him. He I, I can see, as soon, yeah. as, as soon as we're mentioning it, lots of uh, listeners getting in contact. Both of my girls uh, were diagnosed uh, with dyslexia. Both of them were diagnosed when they were in fifth year, a year away from their Leaving Cert. Yeah. Hi, my son was diagnosed with dyslexia in Leaving Cert. I ended yeah. up having to get him assessed myself. The principal wouldn't accept it because it was done privately. What a battle I had it was unreal he ended up going through college third level education and did really well but it cost me 700 euros at the time but it was well worth it to get the private diagnosis and you're saying absolutely it's, it's, it can be it can be very very expensive but I will say my only experience in that area would be when I was doing the student counselling in UCC in Cork and they were brilliant the college was brilliant um uh, people really, really got very well looked after. And, um, uh, yeah, yeah, um, I, I, I was very, very impressed with the way that UCC dealt with people uh, who had been diagnosed as dyslexia. I saw another article during the week, I think it was the Sunday papers, I'm not certain now, but that um, dyspraxia apparently is, um, is not coming under the umbrella of um, areas where um, a young person can be helped in school. So I hope that will be remedied fairly soon. And what's, but, what's the difference between dyspraxia and dyslexia? Well, dyslexia, as we'd say, uh, very much in layman terms, would be a reading-writing thing, whereas dyspraxia would be, I suppose, uh, a motor skills, um, you know, that... Uh, that maybe the hand wouldn't do what the brain wants it, it to, to do. do. Yeah, and they often can go hand in hand. You can a- a- often get a dual diagnosis. Absolutely, that yeah. is a fact. That is a fact. But what to come back to what I was saying to you um, a few moments ago, there, Patricia. People who are uh, clearly and uh, well and and recognised as dyslexic. Um, in the acting world, Tom Cruise, Anthony Hopkins, 
in I the... Heard, uh, I heard Anthony Hopkins give an interview yeah. where he spoke about his dyslexia. And obviously a huge problem for the wonderful actor that is Anthony Hopkins is, yeah. lear- is learning scripts. And he said he just can't pick up a script and say, oh, I'll go home and learn this like everybody else. He has yeah. to have somebody to read it to him. And now he's got an amazing memory. I suppose one would He's develop adapted. the amazing yeah. memory. Yeah. And one would develop a very kind of um, visually um, assisted um, uh, way of thinking. Mm. But uh, Leonardo da Vinci, uh, Tommy Hilfiger, Pablo Picasso, the person we all had to learn for the Leaving Cert way back then, William Butler Yeats, who would have thought it? He was dyslexic. Apparently, his first putting down of his beautiful and famous poems would have been very hard to read. Absolutely. Yeah, and Agatha then, Christie. Yeah, I, 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 Richard Branson is another one who speaks Absolutely. very openly. It, and He didn't do too bad. One of the world's richest men, you know, so yeah. I mean, you, you can be an entrepreneur. Yeah, um, Henry Ford was dyslexic. Uh, Albert Einstein. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Winston Churchill, as I often say to people, that's not a bad club to be in. It's not. It's it's no. it's not. And I think <laughs> I think that's important as well for for parents when they're coming to terms with the diagnosis and the children are coming to terms with them. You know, to talk about others that have dyslexia and look, it hasn't stopped them in any way. Indeed, it hasn't. I mean, when you when you look at that list, and there are several others. That's just a selective list of names that everyone would know. Um, oh, yeah. Um, you know, again, to use the same phrase, that's not a bad club mm. to be part of. Um, yeah, somebody says, hi, uh, just in relation to your chat about dyslexia, uh, two sons and a daughter all diagnosed with dyslexia. One of my sons also has the dys- dyscocholia and dyspraxia. They very much come hand in hand. So if you get a diagnosis right. with one, you need to look out for another one. And I made the point earlier when I was teeing up that we were going to be talking about this. I remember being in primary school and uh, w- one of the girls in my class now, in hindsight, very obviously had dyslexia. But of course, it wasn't recognised when I was yeah. in primary school back in the, back in the 70s. So like she was deemed stupid, which God, yeah. when I think about it, the dunce of the class. Um, yeah. She was never asked to read because she could never read properly. She was, you know, her writing was atrocious. God help her. She was only dyslexic. And there was many, you know, many went through. That's why it shouldn't be happening today. No, indeed, it should not. But it does quite a bit. Quite a bit that, um, as you mentioned there earlier from two listeners, um, one uh, discovered, as it were, uh, to have uh, dyslexia uh, in fifth year, and another, I think you mentioned, in the actual leaving cell Yeah, leaving cell class, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. If you have a gut instinct, keep fighting and try to, and if you have the money, try to go privately. Okay, we'll Absolutely. leave it. We leave it there, Joe. Listen, thank you for that. Have a lovely week. Thank you, Patricia. And we'll chat again next week. That is Joe Heflin, who runs a counselling practice in Bohabwe. His number is 086-834-8145. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. 
Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.